Welcome back, everybody, to another chapter of Keeper of the Lost Cities. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay. How was your first session? Dex asked as he handed her a tray and made room for her in the lunch line. Oh, fine, except I was almost electrocuted. She tried to keep the quiver out of her voice. Sir Coloni stopped the lightning right, uh, lightning from hitting her, catching it in a tiny, fl- uh, in a tiny fluttered uh, vial at the last possible second. But the hairs on her arms stood on end, especially since they were also bought, also, since she'd also botched the class assignment. And she caught Sir Coloni uh, making notes about it. Would he send? Uh, would he be sending them to Bronte? That's elementalism for you, Dex said. Wait till they make you collect your first tornado. It's not easy to catch. Of course they weren't, because they were tornadoes. Why do we have to learn to bottle stuff anyway? Mastering all the elements is one of the steps toward entering the nobility. Why? No idea. Either my par- Neither of my parents are in the nobility, so I don't know much about it. Right, his parents were a bad match, whatever that meant. Hey, what are you doing here? I thought you had detention. I still have to eat, he grumbled, filling his tray with brightly colored foods. The lunch line uh, wound through a series of stalls, like a food court in the mall. None of the food was recognizable, so Sophie grabbed whatever Dex took. Sorry, I got the tension on you the first day. Are you going to be okay without me? Sure, she'd eaten lunch alone her whole life. What was one more day? Except there were no empty tables inside the cafeteria, which took up the whole second floor with the, of the glass pyramid. Sophie scanned the faces, hoping to find Fitz, but all she saw were strangers, most of whom looked away, like they were trying to discourage her from joining them. She was on the verge of panic when a pair of teal eyes caught her attention. Unfortunately, they were the seat. They were set to be on this perfect face. Bianca held her gaze and shook her head, barely perceivable. But the message came through loud and clear: "Don't even think about sitting here." Sophie ignored the stinging of the insult, focused on the bigger problem. Bianca was sitting next to Fitz. Where? What is she supposed to go now? Jensi rushed to her side. Hey, my friends and I have a tail, a table, but it's only guys. Most of them are pretty lame, but you can totally sit with us. They might have hugged. She might have hugged him if her hands hadn't been full. Thanks, Jensi. If Jensi's friends were human, they would have been skinny with acne and braces. Since they were elves, they were fairly good looking. Or they could have been put again, could have been if they hadn't slicked their hair into greasy po- ponytails. They stared at her like they'd never seen a girl up close before. One of them even drooled. Sorry, Jensie mumbled, setting his tray down with a bang. Come on, guys, I said be cool. Sorry, dude, they all sent in unison and went right back to staring on so, uh, Went right back to staring at Sophie. Chansey sighed. How was the E? E? Elementism. One of the greasy ponytails explained. Dude, you don't know what... That's what what we call it. 
Of course she doesn't. She's been living with humans, Jensie explained. Before she could say anything, he grinned like he'd be, like he'd just done her a huge favor. But fe- but before she had, but but she had to fight the urge to crawl under the table, especially when all his friends leaned back in their chairs and said, "Dude," she barely held back her sigh. Elementalism was good. I wasn't zapped. Well, duh, the Julie one volunteered. Your clothes would be all singed and stuff if you were. Jensu rolled his eyes. Anyway, what do you have next? The universe? The name alone sounded daunting. Don't you mean the you? The Julie one asked with an exaggerated wink. The other guys giggled. Jensu shot them them all death looks. That's not what we call it. Stop messing with her. Sorry, dude, they mumbled. Enough with the dude. You guys are killing it. Sorry, dude. Jensie looked ready to explode. Sophie covered her laugh with a cough. Thanks for taking care of her, guys, but I'll take it from here. A girl's voice interrupted. All the greasy ponytails stared and drooled again. As the pixie-like girl grabbed Sophie's tray and motioned for her to follow. What are you doing? Sophie hissed rescuing you she whispered tossing her blonde hair not sure what else to do sophie mumbled rescuing you she whispered tossing her blonde hair not sure what else to do sophie murmured a quick goodbye and caught up the girl you can pay me back later she said without turning her head she was extremely petite and her uniform and her uniform looked like it spent the night balled up on the floor, but she still looked pretty. Maybe it was the way she twisted some of her hairs into tiny braids, or her huge icy blue eyes. Sitting with those guys is a social suicide, she explained. Jensie's not bad, Sophie argued. She was a little over-eager. Sure, he was a little over-eager, but she'd come to her rescue twice already. Yeah, he's fine, but the other guys, she muttered. My name's Marella, not Mayor, not Ella, no nicknames. She led Sophie to the table and set the tray down next to hers. Most of the people here aren't worth my time, but I figured anyone who got Stina to hate her in less than a day is my county girl. Take a seat. For some reason, Sophie obeyed. Stina hates me? Oh, yeah, but you're better off. She's evil. So I keep hearing. She wasn't sure it was a good idea to have en- enemies, though. Would Bronte use that against her if he found out? Anyway, I saw you over there with the Julie boys and felt sorry for you, so I thought I'd, I'd try making friends. The way she said it almost like Sophie should feel honored. You gonna eat or what? Oh, right. Sophie took a small green puppy ball and felt her lips pucker. It tasted like sour liquor. Soaked in lemon juice. Do you usually sit by yourself? She asked when she could move her face again. Sometimes I let boys sit with me, but I'm not a fangirl. Girls are annoying. She shot Sophie a warning look, like she was ordering her not to be obnoxious. Like, check out Princess Pretty Pants over there. She pointed to me on it and rolled her eyes. I'd rather hang out with a bunch of goblins. Sophie grinned. She couldn't understand how such a grumpy brat could be related to Alden and Della. Or Fitz. 
Her brother's cute, though, Marella said, her voice turning dreamy. What I wouldn't give. It took Sophie's... It took all of Sophie's willpower not to agree. She took another bite of the green ball. Marella smiled when she cringed. Too sour? Way. I guess what that's what I get for copying Dex. She took a sip of lush berry juice to wash down the taste. Dex, strawberry, blonde, curly hair, and dimples, right? He's cute. His family is a little... She looped her finger around her ear. But that's not really his fault. His parents seemed okay when I met them, Sophie said, defending her friend. The Disneys are nice, but they're odd. I mean, they have triplets. And having triplets is bad? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it is in the Forbidden Cities, but we have our kids here one at a time. So to have three at once is weird. My mom says it's because his parents were a bad match. Sophie tensed at the insult. What exactly is a bad match? A couple of really genetical incompatibles, usually, means their kids will be inferior. And if you meet the triplets, you'll believe me. No way those kids will be normal. She shrugged. Even his aunt and uncle are super strange. Grady and Adeline? She nodded. They used to be celebrities, like more famous than the backers. Who? Morella shot her another warning look. Fitz and Viana. Their dad's super important. Their whole family is. But Grady was even more important because he had such rare special abilities. Then their daughter died, and they freaked out and cut themselves off from everyone. Sophie wasn't sure she liked Morella's tone. There wasn't a hint of sym- sympathy. You guys really don't understand how hard death is, do you? And you do? She nodded. My grandma died when I was eight, and my mom cried for weeks. She had to hear every one of her mom's heartbroken thoughts, and there was nothing she could say to make her less sad or to bring her grandpa back. It was most. It was the most helpless she could remember feeling. Sorry, give me a second, guys. Oh. Weird was all Morella had to say to that. Anyway, Dex seemed okay. I know some people think he'll end up in exilium, but I doubt it. Ice ran through Sophie's veins at the name. What's exilium? The school where they send the hopeless cases. It's pretty much a guarantee you'll end up scooping mammoth poop at the sanctuary when you grow up. And if and that's if you're lucky. Sophie couldn't hide her shudder. She had to do well in her session. There was no way she was going to that awful place. She'd do whatever it took. Her afternoon session was the universe, and it was as daunting as she'd feared. Every star, every planet, every possible astronomical object she'd been learning all of them but sir aston a pale blonde elf with soft whispery voice said she was a natural apparently he never taught a prodigy with a photographic memory strong enough to remember complex star maps he'd rejected across the walls of the dark planetarium sophie had no idea why it was so effortless for her but she wasn't complaining at least she had one session she'd excelled at. She hoped Sir 
Aston sent Bronson a note about that. Every day ended up ended with an hour of study hall on the first floor and of the pyramid with the rest of the school. Dex waved her over to a seat and waved she'd say for her. You survived, he said as she blocked down next to him. So far, she smiled as he dug out the universe homework. There you are, Fitz said, approaching their table. His green level four uniform somehow looked better on him than uh, any on anyone else. Even the cape looked good, especially with the green dragon's clasp. Why didn't you sit with us at lunch? She chose to tell him. No, she chose not to tell him about Bianca. Uh, Bianca's hateful glare. Gently invited me to sit with him, and I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Uh, well, maybe tomorrow then. Oh, and he handed her the full slip of paper. My dad asked to give you this. Inside the note were two short sentences and, uh, Pris's Pris's letter. The San Diego fires have been extinguished. No reason to worry. Sophie smiled. Uh, Sophie smiled. Her her family didn't live there anymore, but it was still a relief that the fires were out. Everything was back to normal. Dex cleared her throat. Oh, sorry. Do you guys know each other? She asked, stuffing the note inside her satchel. Dex said yes. At the same time, Fitz said no. Awkward. Well, she said, trying to fi- uh, fell in silence. This is Dex. Nice to meet you. Right? Right, Dex snorted. What? Nothing, apparently. Fitz frowned. Dex glared. Sophie watched them, trying to make sense of the... Uh... My bad. Anonymous... Ah... I can't pronounce that. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, City. I think. Probably said there. Where am I? Oh. I should get started on my homework, Fitz said after a second. He smiled and her heart did that stupid fluttery thing again. I just wanted to check on you. I'll see you tomorrow. Sure. Uh, and nice to meet you, Dex. I mean, Deck, he said. Deck, my bad. And nice to meet you, Deck. He added with a hasty nod as he walked away. It's Dex. He growled. What's up with you? She whispered. Me? Nice to meet you, Deck. He repeated in an uncanny impersonation of Fitz's precise accent. Precise. My bad. She fought off a smile. I'm sure that was an innocent mistake. Please, I see him all the time. Not that his royal highness bothers remembering, but he remembers you. Why is that, by the way? And why did he give you the note from his dad? I stayed with his family the first night here. And Alden promised me to get back to me about something. It's about my old life. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Figures. What? Nothing. I just hate that family. Everyone thinks they're so cool and talented. But they're totally overrated. Deck, he muttered. Maybe Fitch just heard me. Heard. Maybe Fitch just heard me wrong. Yeah, right. Listen to you. 
My bad. Listen to you defending him. You're just like all the other girls. You know what? I I saw what you did when he smiled at you. You lit up. I did not. Yes, you did. You were beaming. Beaming? Did it say that too? I, I wasn't beaming. She argued. Dex rolled his eyes. Girls. That is the end of chapter 18. I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a nice week, everyone.